The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Hey, yo. This is the Nicheless content creator, D. Janai, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. So, right now, as of this recording, I am in the middle of watching an intense game of football. As many of you guys know, I am a huge sports guy, and football is my thing, especially with the New York Giants. So, as right now, we're in halftime, and when I go into the next segment, I am either going to be a happy little clam or I am going to be a miserable, miserable mule. So let's go Giants. Uh, yeah, it's it's that time of season, ladies. And get them in the playoff time. Uh, I have to have something because my fantasy football season was atrocious. My money league for work, I was dominating. I had a substantial lead on 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 the league uh, and in in the in the crowd I, I was in first for many occasions and then one or two injuries you go on a five or six game losing streak bro it just fucking happens i ah turnbuckle tablet league i was just out of it i had nothing it was it was it was atrocious mind you this year i was in uh one two three i uh, many leagues were I in? Five, I think it was? Shit. Oh, my Lord. And every year I sit there and I say, yeah, I really got to stop doing this. And whoops, guess who's back again? Getting agita and fucking raising up the BP medications. But so, yeah, NFL is in the playoff mode and I am a, I am a, I'm like a pig in shit. Just rolling, rolling and loving every minute of it. I'm recording this during halftime, so uh, if I feel if I if it sound a little bit rushed, it's because I'm trying to get back to the game. <laughs> so, um, but other than that, welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I'm your host, Mister Ian Tanamat, the King of Talk Style, and as always, the Cheap Thrill, Jay the Red Santi. Just make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab, on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab, and as well as on TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch at Turnbuckle Tabloid. Uh, also, you always check us out on all the podcasting outlets, the iHearts, the Spotify, the Google Podcasts. Uh, download, subscribe, be a part of the vibe, stream it, beam it. Uh, however you see it here at Termical Tabloid. If not, you could always check out the family at RageWorksNetwork.com is where you get all the RageWorks family at RageWorksNetwork.com. Black is the new black, Toys and Text, Trek Untold, much, much more. Check out the family at 
RageWorksNetwork.com. And as always, check out news, previews, reviews, contests, all things available in the world of pop culture at our family at RageWorks.net. That's RageWorks.net for all your hobby, collectibles, movies, TV shows, uh, toys, video games, whatever it is that you guys are into. We're covering it at RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net, everybody. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, this, 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 we are. <laughs> Pop culture, that is. So this week, uh, going to change up the format just a little bit. It's probably the first time we actually break up the format differently because uh, it's been a slow news week. So I'm trying to put together um, a little bit more articles and not just leave it uh, one flat commentary because, of course, the WWE stuff is still in the air. Uh, there's some, um, you know, some, still some rumors, uh, some backstories happening, the possibility. So I'm just going to leave it up, uh, to another, uh, couple of hours to see what else, uh, what other articles have come out. But I'm going to lead in this week with, uh, around the square circle, much to talk about from there. Um, it's been, it's been, a uh, quite weak besides the WWE stuff in wrestling this past week. So. This this is one of those episodes in which I say that um, it's good to do because it's brief, it's brisk. Excuse me, brief. You hear me? It's brisk. It's um, it's it's to the point, and it's not long winded. But at the same time, it's like shit. It's not enough content this week, and I'm just like I almost got to dance and uh, um, do some freestyle um. On, on a on a beat or some shit like so i just i don't i don't know i gotta drop more um, more content for the show but we'll see what happens we'll see but yeah this is a collective week um there's some discussions going on as well uh who potential buyers will be and um yeah we'll, we'll get into it later because it's just it's just it's just silliness, and at the end of the day, you just like get, just get it over with, just fucking get it over with. So uh, we'll we'll get to that. But other than that, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying your new year. I hope the new year has been um, doing well for you. I I hope that it's been bringing you uh, prosperity and goal orientation and a sense of fulfillment. And eh, it's another day, right? <laughs> just another. Uh, guys, when we come back, we have, uh, like I said, around the square circle and uh, much to talk about. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. You guys don't want to miss it. Check you guys in a sec. If you're looking into getting uh, something special for that, you know, love of your life, significant other, someone that you find near and dear in your heart. Check out the fam at Painted in Blue. Painted in Blue has customizable pocketbooks, handbags, wallets, all your accessory needs at Painted in Blue. Painted in Blue is a genuine article brought to you by the family himself, Josie's boy. I've actually bought one. They don't give it to me. I pay for it. Even though we're family, I pay for it and I made sure that that special someone in my life got a quality authentic piece of accessory for them it was a clutch actually and it was designed just for that person's needs Josie's boy made sure that he gets the 
article the, the, the genuine leather that's necessary to stand strong and stand tough. Painted in Blue can be reached through Instagram on Facebook. Check out the social media so you can see the man at work as well as what is the quintessential part of leather refinery and putting together and crafting beautiful works of art as well as accessories that you could use on a day-to-day basis. Painted in Blue, guys, at Painted in Blue and on TikTok at Painted in Blue. Check the boy out, man. He does good shit. This is Jim Russell from Choked Out Radio, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid presents Around the Square Circle, what we watch, what we listen to, what we are part of, of this week's wrestling, Around the Square Circle. Around the square circle, gonna go into it this week out of format. And as a matter of fact, if I like it, I might keep it this way. Might want to keep the format this way. Uh, uh, going in to keep the main event. I always found it funny that we used to start off wrestling rundown as the main event, but it was always the middle of the show. I don't know how or why it was that way, but that was pretty much how we uh, set it up that way. But Round the square circle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this week, like I said, not really much to talk about, uh, for what we listen to because many of the podcasts that I do listen to were pretty much talking about the same thing about the WWE and the, um, the purchasing or possible purchasing of the WWE product and Vince coming back and yada, 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 and blase, blase, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, uh, which by the way, I'll be talking about a little bit more, uh, during wrestling rundown in any case, but, uh, that's what we had. Uh, Cornette had his thoughts about it, about uh, the sorty deal. It's funny that we pretty much had like the same kind of mindset with it. Um, Brian last also believed, uh, the, the, the same kind of thought of who would be the best, uh, possible prospector buyer for WWE. Um, Kevin Nash talked about it a little bit this week, um, but he was more in, in, in tune with talking about sports seen as that the, uh, the, the NFL playoffs were starting and he discussed uh, the more Hamlin situation and tied it into the, um, the way that they were trying to resuscitate his son um, before his untimely passing. Uh, anything else? Uh, it wasn't really any anything. Uh, I, I was kind of bored this week when it came to wrestling stuff. The the, the like I said, the WWE thing kind of burnt me out. I'm trying to find other things to get into, man. I, I've been start, recently started listening to like comic book 
um, audio books. Right now I'm listening to uh, on YouTube. They have this fascinating um, audio book of Secret Wars. And uh, it's very dramatic and theatrical the way that they do it. It's pretty cool. Uh, just check, just search it. It'll come up. But um, other than that, uh, anything we watch, listen to, no, I, I'm, I am good. But uh, yeah, we'll get into uh, WWE Raw this week. And uh, with Raw, with opening of the show, guys, like I mentioned before, I'm not going to really go into match by match because that just takes too long. It's boring. And I start getting burnt out in, on it after a while as well because you start, you know, many times it just becomes repetitious. And uh, I'm not really uh, feeling, not that this product has been bad. I mean, believe me, we've seen our fucking lowest of the lows when it has come to WWE and AEW and the likes and such. Oh, by the way, before I go into that, I saw some snippets. I didn't get to watch Hard to Kill this week. I'll be able to watch it. That's Impact Show. I'll give you guys some some thoughts about it on the next episode. But uh, I saw some snippets of Hard to Kill. Uh, Impact actually puts together great pay-per-views. It's just the weekly shows that just are just bleh. Um we get we 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 get just filler, but the big stuff happens at the the pay-per-view. So, um from what I from what I saw of the pay-per-view, like the the clips and the um the highlights, I was very intrigued that uh, I, I said I was going to make it a, a Make it a thing to put that on my schedule to watch it this week as well. So, uh, and also, first pay, uh, first event that we went to this week uh, for the new year, Outlaw Wrestling was in the neighborhood. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to Bull James, of course. Homicide. Shout out to Homicide, friend of the show. Hopefully, I could get him on the show in the next week or so. Um, he uh, once again becomes the Outlaw Wrestling Champion over there. Uh, great show! Shout out to my 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 chulo himself, my 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 boy, good dad Angel, who came by and was chopping it up with us. We had a good time. Uh, shout out to my boy Rob, who's uh, making a big move, leaving the state and uh, having a big thing going on with him and his family, where they um they're they're spreading their wings and planting their their New York feet on out of state surfaces and soil so congratulations to them on their big move but uh other than that uh if you're ever in the new york city area check out the outlaw wrestling it's actually a really fun time gonna be gonna be swinging to the catalyst this past uh this upcoming week weekend excuse me gonna, uh, gonna check out catalyst um this upcoming sunday it'll be the first time I'll, i'm at a catalyst show so i'll let you guys know how that turns out and um, other than that, uh, we'll go into WWE Raw. Raw opened up with Kevin Owens. I'm, I'm happy to see that Owens is getting more shine than he had been receiving the past uh, couple of years. And to see op- uh, Owens open up the show and basically not say anything because, of course, we get um, uh, JBL and... Baron Corbin to intervene. I don't know how this happened, but in any case, solid match. The funniest part was when Baron Corbin is talking or JBL is talking. You see Kevin Owens just lay his head on the fucking turnbuckle. And that was pretty much what everybody was feeling like this past week with, with WWE and such hearing the news and Vince and all this and 
rah-rah shit. So uh, other than that, solid match. There was one, but there was a spot in the match where Owens did the Samoa Joe, you know, and Joe uh, basically no sells someone's high flying move and he just moves away and shit. Uh, Kevin Owens had a, a move like that. It was pretty. It was pretty funny to 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 see. Um, we get uh, Alexa Bliss cut a promo. Uh, she makes mentions of being, uh, I guess, eater of the worlds and putting the whole world in her hand. Yada yada yada. And then we get um, uh, Uncle Howdy come out. Am I, I? Am I getting tired of this? I think I'm getting tired of this. I, I, until we. I know this is like they say there's a long payoff to this. Well, Royal Rumble can't get here soon enough. Seriously. And it better be something ridiculously major. It's better be something that is going to floor us because I'm assuming. Okay. Here's, here's what, here's what my thoughts is going to be. My thought is, is going to be that. <sighs> Uncle Howdy is going to be different individuals of Bray Wyatt's quote unquote personality or part of his faction. I say this because for him, him being Uncle Howdy popping up on both shows, I'm going to say that it's more of them entertaining like Alexa Bliss will be his feminine side kind of uh if one of them is Bo Dallas Bo Dallas will be his family side you know that kind of thing and each time they'll reveal themselves as Uncle Howdy another Uncle Howdy will come out so it's going to be like confusing where people will be like what's going on until his stable is created where all the Uncle Howdy's will be revealed to be part of his stable because they're all part of his personality. That's just my thing. I, I, I you know, take it. To, if that does come to fruition, I, then me and Bray got a fucking Bray and I have a sick fucking mind. Um, Seth Rollins makes a return with crutches uh, during a Austin Theory segment. And then realize that Seth isn't as hurt as we presume, thankfully. Uh, great selling by Rollins and uh, social media by putting that out. But he did say he's not 100%, but he will be 100% by Royal Rumble, basically saying that he's uh, tweaked himself, but that'll be okay. And at the same time, we get a return of Bobby Lashley, which I'm hoping this Bobby Lashley will be the Hurt Business Bobby Lashley showing up soon enough because we're already getting um, teasers. I believe we saw this past weekend of... um, We saw this past week uh, of Cedric Alexander and Shelton. That was during the um, tag team turmoil, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about in a minute. Um, After the opening segment in which Kevin Owens beat Baron Corbin, we had a run-in by the Bloodline, which was at who were asked to leave by the um, authority figure himself, Adam Pierce, but was told that Solo Sokoa cannot leave because he will be put in a match against Dolph Ziggler. Basically, the Usos and Sammy had to leave. And um, yeah, 
Solo got to be by, but Solo had to be Solo. Hence the name, right? Um, we then get a, uh, which by the way was a good match, Solo and Ziggler. Ziggler, Ziggler not only could sell for a motherfucker, but Ziggler could also um, put a lot of credence and storytelling in his matches. It's a good look for him. Um, but we also get a teaser of a possibility that Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa, Mustafa Ali will be joining up as a tag team, which can be pretty interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see that, which I, you know, this is where we start getting individuals who will go, you know, they, 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 I forgot to address this earlier. So, People were hearing that Vince is, Vince comes back, and all of all of a sudden they're they're already well, you know, he's already going to be bogarting the creative. Uh, Triple H has spoken to the the roster and the um, the board or the staff, or the case may be, and said that uh, he will still be the head of creative as of now. There is no indications that. That will change, but you know who knows. But also that Vince will be leading his, yeah, you know, let's just leading his way for suggestions. That's how it starts, ladies and gentlemen. But the buck starts, well, the buck stops with Triple H. Uh like I said last episode, man. Just once this company sold, sell your stocks and get the fuck out. Um. Because he's gonna be a fuck. He's 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 just not, he's not gonna he's gonna be relentless, guys. Um, with that, there were this you know people on social media. Some of you guys are actually funny when the, the memes that you made. I remember seeing the the meme with um, Iron Sheik and shit. It was pretty funny. AJ, yeah, that's what happens when you have a uh, a dog who walks on hardwood floors. You can hear everything in the background. Yeah, the memes were crazy. There was a picture of Iron Sheik sitting on the throne. Um, there was one with um, Hulk Hogan dressed in green and white. Like it, it. But then there's there's a couple of you guys who just you already talking about. Oh, this show has the smell of Vince Creative all over it. Uh, guys, just shush, shush for a minute. Just shush. The old fucker, the old codger just came back. Relax, give it a tick. When when once we start seeing the the squiggy lines like in the cartoons to show that something stinks rise from the TV, that's when you know it's Vince. Let's be real. But as for um, as for for this past week, I, I I didn't see that. We then get the um, the tag team turmoil for the number one contenders for for the um, Raw tag team champions, Raw tag team champions, meaning there's something coming up the way. I knew the split will be coming soon enough, and I, I I'm glad that it's happening. This bounce is it's it's good to happen, and I believe they mentioned that the Kevin did mention Kevin Owens did mention that it, he's going for the undisputed title, but there was uh, mentioned that it's for the Raw United States uh, Universal title. So we shall see. We then get uh, the tag team turmoil, like I mentioned. Uh, fun matches all around. I I enjoy the um, Judgment Day versus uh, Street Profits. 
Judgment, uh, who opened it? Oh, uh, Judgment Day versus OC. Judgment Day versus, uh, it was Shelton and, um, Shelton and Cedric, right? Then we get, uh, Judgment Day versus Street Profits. And during that match, during that match, we get an injury from Finn Balor in which Dominic had to replace Finn. Great storytelling there. I thought it was silly just in, in just a small part to say, well, if he got injured, then it's over. But seeing as though that they are a faction, you can replace them. If it was different to where that if Montez got that injured, then the match would be over. It's not like you can't get anybody else from the back to be a part of it. But it's wrestling, right? Uh, Dominic replaces and your winners of the tag team turmoil and the number one contenders for the Raw tag team titles is Judgment Day. Good, it's a good look. It's a good look. I'm hoping that they are able to take the titles off the Usos. I think the tag team landscape is now deep as shit. And it might get deeper now, like I mentioned with the Dolph Ziggler Mustafa Ali edition. So this can be a fun, um, a fun division now, once again, because we knew that Vince hated tag teams. So let's, uh, let's bring it back to prominence. And, uh, Raw wasn't bad. It was just lukewarm, if you want to say. But, um, Next up, you'll get an AEW Dynamite, which kicking off the show, we have Moxley versus Hangman Page. And I gotta say, it was a really good match. I can't knock it. it, it hard hitting. Um, you, you get the sense that these two men really don't like each other, which is supposed to be what uh, wrestling is about. You want to get that, that, that essence that these dudes don't like each other. Um, but I, I I thought towards the end of the match it was a little bit spotty. But I've also come to um, share with not only the listeners but people uh, who, who talk wrestling with me is that not all fights should look choreographed. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna be in a fight and every punch is gonna land clearly or every um, hold is gonna be done properly some of the best matches back in the days were done where it looked like you were in a brawl so i'm gonna say that uh, like towards the end of this match you could tell that these guys were brawling and hey i i'm i'm more i'm more with the shits more 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 that kind of of uh look for wrestling especially with moxley makes a lot of sense for me and uh Moxie looks as though that he was um, had his bell rung, and it looks like he'll um, finally get his vacation from working two shows a fucking week, I guess. I don't know. Which, by the way, shout out to FTR, apparently, that they'll be on a sabbatical as well until April, which, by the way, isn't that when their contract is up? Isn't that when WrestleMania happens? I wonder if it, I have to check if it's, that's the beginning of April or the ending of April because I don't think AEW um, stars, wrestlers, talent has any clauses on their uh, contract. So, which means that after 
their their contract is up that they uh, have to sit out for 30, 60, or 90 days. So that that that's hmm, interesting. Maybe 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 return on um Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. Hmm. We'll see. Adam Cole returns. Speaking of returning, Adam Cole returns to AEW after a six month uh, injury. He last seen in August, and um, it was good to see him back. And he explained uh, how he got his bell rung. Um, it's been tough for him to. Uh, to, to sleep at night his mind is not the same place and uh he was gonna see he, he was leading to say that i have some bad news and it's not about me it's about the roster in the back because blah, blah i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna fuck everybody up whatever whatever the hell he said so it's good to see he got a nice baby face pop there uh, i i i i thought it was great for the la crowd to get that um to get that return because pff, they weren't going to get anything else that night. We didn't get a jungle hook uh, squaring up against the firm, uh, Lee Moriarty and big bill. I, I, you know, it's not that I don't like hook. I do like hook. I like hook a lot. I think the kid got something. I think that there's some intrigue with him and I can get that, you know, that if you continue to book him the way you do, he is going to get far in this business. If he continues with the look, if he continues with the the persona, and his work actually is reminiscent of, of his dad. He's like he's like Taz. But you're gonna try to you're really gonna have to sell me a lot to believe that he could fucking flip big bill like that i'm just i'm just saying like i said i like the kid but it should have been more of a build-up for it you know like have a a match or two to tease it you have to find like you could have got him on a dragon like a dragon screw or something like that to get him off his feet and uh get him out the ring or something or, or one of those moments where he's coming for the big boot and he ducks and then he could go over the top. Uh, then you could finish the match with Lee Moriarty, blah, blah, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but to put him over, I, I don't know. It was, a, it was a little, a little bit rushed, dog. It was a little, a little bit rushed for me, dog. Um, before we get to the Danielson and, uh, to cash cup, uh, match, we get an MJF promo who, wasn't afraid to balance the lines of humor and racism <laughs> at the same time. Uh, shout out to, to the celebrities that were on ringside, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. And Dr. Ken, who were, um, two are big wrestling fans. Of course, uh, Freddie Prince is looking to start his own promotion. And, uh, big Ken has been a, a fan for years. So, it was um, it was it was a, a, a promo time for MJF, and then we get Brian Danielson coming to the ring, and MJF running out like a like a track star, and asked asked for the match with uh, Danielson and Takeshka. I thought it was a really good match, but for me, it just went too long. I you guys, 
You guys gave them fucking 20 minutes, and I I don't think it should have went through two commercials. You don't have to put the over the kid over by having a 20 minute fucking match. You could you could put the kid over in a 10 minute, 12 minute match. It's fine. It's not it's not necessary to to show that he has stamina or work rate. We're good. We know it. We've seen him. Just give him a good match with um with Danielson. He'd be all right. Uh we didn't get the women's tag match between Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, uh Soraya, Soraya, and um Monet No, no, nope, no Mercedes Monet, right? Yeah. And uh Tony Storm. Not a bad match. I I, I can't I can't really bust the women's balls for it. I, I the 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 finish was predictable with uh Hukaro Shida coming out and the um Kendall stick coming into play. I it was predictable. We saw that coming. We'll lead up some heat between um Tony Storm and and uh Hukaro Shida later on down the line. We'll see that happening. I am still saying that they're gonna save the Mercedes Monet debut on aew stories have uh circulating that she's not signing a contract that she'll be working as an independent on aew and uh if that is true there's also stories swirling around that she might be back in wwe i don't know about that um even still if she does come into aew i'm still going with the fact that she's going to come in as um the woman that's going to defeat um, Jade Cargill either before 50 at 49 or at 51 to have a 49 and one or 50 and one, one of those two. So we shall see. I still believe that she's going to be coming in with Bow Wow. I, I'm I just crossing fingers. Uh, We get the Jericho Appreciation Society promo which was interrupted by Ricky Starks and um, Action Andretti, which uh, Starks is, he's always going to be, well, he's going to be good money on the mic. Like, he's legit. Uh, Action wasn't that bad. I actually thought that he, okay, had had something to say. Wasn't too bad. Thought the banter was a little bit offset, off-putting. Like, I, I don't think anybody really knew what each other were going to say. But I'll tell you one thing, Jake Hager, he's a new Sid Vicious. He hasn't, he, <laughs> he's just, he's just ridiculous. He's the new Sid, uh, which will lead up to a match with uh, Starks and uh, Vicious, AKA Jake Hager for next week's Dynamite. So we shall see for that. And finally, we get the final match of the trios championship with uh, Death Triangle and um, and the Elite. And I'm going to say that was a fun match. What what were you going to expect? I give credit where credit is due with Omega in this match because having to do what he did and endure what he did in Japan. And then come over and get into a match like this a week later was exceptional. Uh, everything was 
as you would expect in a video game. But to me, I thought it was fun and it wasn't long. It wasn't dragged out for too long. Uh, there were some spots there that I was like, mm, I wouldn't have done that. There was the spot that Nick Jackson took off the top rope. And I believe he, he sent on and fucking caught the ladder with his legs. I really would have thought that he broke or tore his ACLs or, or MCLs or some shit. That, that wasn't a good spot. Uh, but other than that, you you have new champs with the elite who are two time uh, trios champs, and um, honestly, like I say it was it wasn't a it was a fun match. It's not anything that I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have suspect like I I, I would have thought any less of. I thought it was fun that they tried to tease hurting Kenny Omega's hand, especially with using the sledgehammer, but you know. It, you you got to work a little bit more. Oh, they also used the ladder for it too. That was kind of that was kind of cool. But Kenny would have had to fucking grab the belt with nubs because I wouldn't allow him to get away with that shit. Just sell it, fucking injury, dogs. Uh, other than that, I'll, I'll just quickly go into rampage because the biggest thing that everybody's talking about is the Ruby Soho. Um, who the fuck was her partner? I know it was uh, Ty Conti and Anna J. Versus uh, Ruby Soho and I forgot who the fuck it was. Any case, um, they were so thirsty to share this match. Excuse me. They were so thirsty to share this match that it was out that fucking Thursday. Like showing videos of it. And it wasn't it wasn't fan videos. It was them. It was AEW showing it. I uh, why man? Well, Willow Nightingale. Willow was up. Oh man, man, I'm I'm mad that I forgot that Willow was in that match. Um, I'm not gonna take anything away from the women. Here's my problem. Why don't you, why don't you, I don't know, show off the women that they know what they're doing, that they know how to wrestle. Why don't you show that they have skills in the ring, that they could put on a match? Why is it that it it has to be that they bleed and all of a sudden that it's a great fucking match? They bleed once a month also. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't see anybody fucking praising that. God, that sounded misogynistic. Oh, well. So, no, but seriously, I honestly believe that these the four of these women can wrestle. They have shown that they can wrestle. And for this match, okay, you want to have them in the lights out, um, death match kind of thing. All right. Women are always... Screaming for equality, equality, equality. Whatever the man can do, I can do as well. Why don't you excel beyond that? Why don't you prove to them that you can wrestle this, you know, matches like them, but better, but don't have to go and go for the cheap pop blood match. I already saw people drawing equations to Ruby and Becky Lynch 
Becky's bleeding was accidental from a, well, maybe a not accidental, maybe more of a stiff shot. And that elevated her to the level where she became the man. Whereas with this, this was pre-planned, premeditated. Some may even say that <laughs> someone even said that the blood looked fake. Like I, I remember uh, someone making a mention, like oh, they smeared potato, uh, fucking tomato sauce on them, especially um, uh, Ty Mello's look. But even so, why won't you just elevate yourself and become better than just using, you know? cheap gimmick bullshit to get your fucking bullshit five star ratings that you want to get because you bled cares there are matches that go out there that do, it doesn't need go out there and if you want go out there and pull off a fucking if you want to put a uh um a bar up to it and the bar would be let's say omega and an osprey since that was just the most recent match why don't you see if you could put together a match like that sure they had the elements of using the tables or whatever but it wasn't excessive or you know just or, or gunther versus fucking sheamus they were just they worked like workers hell if you could just put on matches, I've always said that when you had Bailey versus Sasha, Charlotte versus Becky, when you when you see those matches, and I and mind you, it's going to take a lot for me to to give credit to women's wrestling because you have to work like a dude to put it over. Mercedes Martinez does that. Eva Lee does that. You have to put work in like a dude. Hell, uh, uh, uh. As much as I don't really, you know, like her thoughts and and way she, uh, Jordan Grace, girl could work. I mean, I think this is just a way to get clickbait, and I don't know, you jeopardize your women's division just by doing it because now you put them on that pedestal, and then what? I don't know. That's just that you know, that's just my opinion on that. But other than that, Friday night SmackDown, we get um Gunther versus Braun Strowman in a very good match. And I must say, Gunther made Strowman look really good. I I'm pleasantly surprised at how Braun worked with Gunther. Very, very solid match. You know, you still had the elements of Imperium interfering, helping out, trying to get um, Gunther the win and and um, Strowman uh, having his element of doing his running choo-choo or whatever the case may be. But during the match, it was good to see that, that Gunther worked Strowman through the match. It, 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 shocking to say, it was really good. Uh, we got a Ray Mysterio promo discussing how his holidays was, and it was depressing because uh, of how Dominic and here we come with Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross comes in with the low key uh, Agent Forty Seven look, and um, except with hair, 
and then we get the uh, the brawl and beatdown of Rey Mysterio by Karrion Cross. Is he going to be like the legend killer kind of thing? Is this is what we're doing? And he's just going to start going through. Is after Ray would Edge be next? We then get a Liv Morgan and uh, Raquel Rodriguez uh, alter altercation in the back, which uh, because Liv says she wants to come in at the Royal Rumble at number one, and you know the girls were saying like, well, you know, it's kind of stupid to do that, whatever. Um, Raquel, you know makes it clear that she's the top of the mountain and uh yeah we get that bray wyatt promo like i said this better be a fucking payoff bray is leaving breadcrumbs to shit but it's just taking fucking too long way too fucking long Ugh. uh owens and uh sammy zane have a conversation in which um sammy's questioning um, why Kevin is going at Roman, it's not necessary, and uh, he needs to move on with himself. Blah, see, blah, blah, see, blah. By the way, just to go back with the lift thing, is she trying to become a hardcore legend? With her pulling out tables and shit and all that? Is that what we're doing? Just asking. Uh, DeVille says she wants a match with Charlotte. Uh, she approaches Adam Pierce about it, and this led to an altercation between Charlotte and Sonya. And finally, we get uh, Sami Zayn versus Owens in a match, which Owens wins by DQ because the bloodline interferes. And Sami was none too pleased by looking at it because this was something that he said he wanted to do because this was a mission sent to given to him by Roman and he didn't need their help. So that is leading to some very interesting things. Ah. That's going to wrap up SmackDown and Around the Square Circle. When we come back, we're going to have Wrestling Rundown. And um, yeah, that, that was that was actually pretty smooth. I like the way that they ran that. I might I might do this more. Hmm. Little switcheroo of the segments. I like that. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll return. Take you guys in a sec. Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game, and live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called the Super Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is M2 Inc., and I am on the podcast of Turnbuckle Tabloid. How y'all doing today? It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, Turnbuckle Tabloid. If you hear me, you're hearing the sounds of a happy man. 
As I mentioned earlier, I was listening uh, and watching because I was juggling getting the show done and listening to the game and watching the game whenever I could. Uh, watching the Giants versus the Vikings. And as of this recording, as of this segment right now, you are listening to a man whose Giants have won their playoff game. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I've done so much for the team. Yes. I hate one of those guys that, that that's just that we won. We won. No, they won. We just root for you. My Giants won. Yes, they're my Giants because I owned them. <laughs> I, I can say that. I can't say we won because they're the ones that won. My team won. But, uh, yeah, so the Giants are um, going into the next round, divisional, uh, divisional um, round to play the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a heated, heated rivalry between the two cities. It's going to be it's going to be tantalizing. It's going to be it's going to be uh, intense, to say the least. So crossing fingers now now just to see if the Cowboys lose. And I don't really hate the Cowboys. I just hate the fan base. The fucking fan base is just rabid. If you guys are Cowboy fans that, that listen to the show, thanks for listening. But you, your, your fan base is just... You guys are like AEW fans. They're just fucking rabid. Ugh. Ugh. I will say that my favorite running back of all time is Emmitt Smith. Just, just to say. Barry Sanders is a close second. Uh, as always, I am the, uh, Norm McDonald of this segment, and this is your weekend updates, uh, wrestling, wrestling rundown. So, uh, leading off this short week of wrestling rundown, um, we already, we spoke about it earlier, um, previous episode, uh, Stephanie McMahon, she resigns, she steps away from the company. And uh, immediately goes into surgery. She had, uh, I believe it was uh, knee surgery. And she uh, had that taken care of. Uh, as I mentioned before, I think it was done by design. As I adjust my mic. I think this was done by design uh, two in twofold. Number one, uh, I think there was already some thoughts that she was going to go home after her father returns. There was already a uh, game plan in place to say once the smoke clears. And your father is to be re- revealed not to be as much as a douche that he is. That uh, he he'll come back and you go home. And number two, I don't think that she wants to work with her father. I think there's some really ill feelings there. And her father is, although she loves him dearly, she knows how much of a fucking asshole that he is. And now, you know, seeing the way that he, he's treating her husband. Which I'll get more. I'll discuss more about it later on. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think there's there's something there to that. that it holds some validity. Congratulations to Ricochet and Samantha Irving, the wrestler and ring announcer, both on SmackDown announced that their engagement. Oh, that's sweet. It is said that Sting is going to retire this year uh, on a podcast recently. Sting mentioned that he's had some great years 
in the business and he never thought coming back to the business would be this fun and um believe that it was truly done especially after his wwe run but uh aw brought him back and brought brought some life back into the business but uh at his age he'll be going into i believe 64 i think yeah it's time to time to call it quits and uh so it's listen i, I give it to him to pull it to pull it off at 64 not many many not many men could do that shit Congratulations to Mickey James for winning her 11th championship with Impact. Uh, Mickey James was on a run in which that then her next loss will be her retirement loss. And so far, she's tearing it up. I have a feeling she'll be showing up again at the Royal Rumble wearing that belt. So we'll see. Santino Morella is is in in pack wrestling as the director of authority. He comes back with a name, likeness, with a little more scruffy beard, accent, and with a partner. Ernest the Cat Miller returns to wrestling as the assistant to the author director of authority. Interesting. Also, we heard that Frankie Kazarian has made a full commitment with Impact, signing a contract with them, and um, had some harsh words to say about AEW as well, saying that he didn't feel comfortable in the back with a certain uh, group of individuals, certain people back there, and Impact was his home. So, welcome back, Kazarian. <laughs> Former WWE UK women's wrestler Ginny retires. I know everybody's like, who's that? Uh, <laughs> uh, she's known in the um, in Europe and in uh, British promotions, Ref Pro and such, but made a uh, short stint with WWE UK. And uh, she's announced that although due to some injuries and such, she will be hanging up her fashionable boots and retiring. She's also known to be the girlfriend of the one known as Gunther. So, uh, as we know, wrestling retirements don't fucking last long, right? We, we all know that, right? Right. Oh, Uncle Dave. Seems as though Uncle Dave is under scrutiny. Dave Meltzer has been accused of um, reporting on news that doesn't exist uh seems as though that uncle dave has been accused of producing misleading information and not source checking there was a news article uh some news articles has gone out about uh promotion known as dragon gate i know of it i don't really watch it i know i see highlights and clips of it i know of it i know a lot of uh i know a lot of wrestlers who's gone through um the promotion in any case um that there was talk of a certain booker being there and it goes to find out that it's not true. Someone who has said that they are an insider in the company has been leaking these stories or informations to Dave and he's been sharing the stories on the wrestling observer without fact checking. 
I wonder how much other stories that he does that with. Hmm? Interesting. And finally, wrestling rundown. I just wanted to briefly discuss because I'm probably going to elaborate more on it on the next episode. But I just want to briefly discuss uh, the, the talks of WWE being sold and the, the old man coming back and bullying his way, um, getting rid of three uh, board members and inserting his three that he wants there, bringing two back that were fired by him, bringing them back, and then bringing another one who was fri- fired and bring. It's it's just a fucking mess. The reason why I'm bringing this up because there's a stipulation that's that's being discussed about this company being sold, and that's the being that although the company be uh, to be sold, he still wants to be involved within the company. He still wants to be involved with the company. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why can't it be that you just there as a face? If you're going to be the face of the company, that's fine. It's like I remember watching the movie Boomerang and they had um, Lady Eloise for her, her cosmetic company. And I, I, I'm dating myself. That goes to show you how much I, how old I am referencing a 90s movie with Eddie Murphy. Great movie, by the way. Uh, and she was just the face of the company when really it was the board and the fucking shareholders are the one that control the fucking company. She thought she was running it, but she really wasn't. But this fucking egomaniac narcissist can't fucking let it go. Let it fucking go. <sighs> but then wants to sit there and still be a part of the company and have his hands in the in the business aspects of it. And who the fuck knows? Like I said, stay the fuck away from creative. That's all I give a fuck about. Stay away from creative, you old shit. But uh, I question why. Why do you want to still be involved? I'm I'm I I still in my mind believe that he still wants to be around to prove a point. His proof uh his point being is that the company didn't get better when he left. No. The fan base actually were missing him. That's why they were coming back in droves because they were missing him. They were waiting for him to return. He never said this out loud, but he's a fucking egomaniac. He would he would think some shit like this. Creatively, the 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 the, the brand hasn't changed. No, there's nothing that's gravitating the audience more now these days. You can see difference of creativity for instance do you see the easter eggs that are being placed in the back during interviews or 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 shots you know in the back you had seen when uh early on before dexter loomis showed up where there was a car accident and how did that happen or just recently you saw adam pierce and mjf i'm uh, mjf sorry uh adam pierce mvp and um uh, Shelton Benjamin with Cedric Alexander they were talking so there was a look of possibly the Hurt Business coming back this this past week we saw um, uh, uh, Candice LeRae uh, 
um, having a discussion and Nikki Cross was lurking behind. Like it, Those are just elements that Vince would never fucking do. Those are fucking Easter eggs. That's fun things that you have to catch. That's part of the fuck. It's, it's fun. It's fun viewing. Vince would never do that. Vince is all about fart jokes and 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 people falling, stepping in dog shit, or having fucking feces fall from a from, from the top of a, a an arena. Shit, literally. Stay away from creative. Don't go to creative, please. But I. I really believe that he's he's not happy with the fact that his son-in-law is actually doing well. Looks like you have it's, it's like that meme. Looks like you're having a good time and creative. Be too bad if somebody just went over there and took it away from you. Oh, fucking it. Fucking hate this old codger, man. Shit. And it's all these rich white egomaniacs that have this fucking thought process. And there's a certain individual in the political forum who is still like this. Take your pick of who I'm thinking of. So, like I said, I, I, I'll discuss it more on the next episode. But this fucking guy, man. Uh, you know, we can't have nice things. Somebody always got to come and fuck shit up. And it'll be the fucking two fucking horned devil known as Vince McMahon to come fuck shit up. Damn. All right, guys. That's going to wrap up Wrestling Rundown as well as Turnbuckle Tabloid. Thank you guys for partaking and listening and subscribing to the show. Be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, WhatsApp. I'm on WhatsApp. Check out the TBT community on WhatsApp. Check that out there. I put up the... um. I put up the uh, the QR code there on the um, social media page so you guys can check it out there. Um, also, make sure you download, subscribe, be a part of the vibe on all the podcasting outlets. Check out RageWorksNetwork.com as well as RageWorks.net. And just before I let you guys go, uh, this has been a tricky fucking season when it comes to weather, man. Things are changing uh, one week it's blistering cold. The other week it's I'm going outside in a vest. I don't know how the fuck this is happening. Uh, this is occurring. Uh, just as the weather changes, so do the people around you, and so do uh, the environment and the um, society that is around you. Do your homework. Educate yourself. See see how you could keep your finger on the pulse and um, stay wise and stay in tune to what's going on. Shout out to my people. Uh, in my old neighborhood uh, in Williamsburg, uh, just a big shout out to them. We had uh, we have a, a strip out there. It's a, our shopping district, but it's it's one we have held on to with pride for many, many years. And this goes out to all my my Puerto Ricans, my Boricuas out there who um, for 30 years, we had a street sign uh, dedicated to our homeland, which read Graham Avenue. Uh, avenue of the of Puerto Rico, and this past week, DLT, the Department of Transportation, tried to take it down. This being because since our neighborhood has been gentrified or going still going through gentrification or or what have you, many of the um, new people were not happy of the fact that of uh, being the Avenue of Puerto Rico. Or the fact that I'm, I, I, you know, the strip that we have, we play music 
uh, out of our record stores and such. So slowly but surely, they were trying to change him. So this past week, the um, DOT went to take down the signs, and many of of the people on social media went on to Instagram and Facebook and showed their disgust and protest. And the sign went back up three hours later. So um, who says that? With a, with an apology from DOT saying it wasn't meant to go down, it was done by accident, whatever. Yeah, it was accidentally put down, but you had a sign already prepared for it to go up, right? Shout out to all the people who um, did their protest through social media and uh, were able to be heard and got that sign back up. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I am going to go fucking take a nap because it's been a long day and nights and uh hope you guys are resting too and uh, as always love you guys check you guys later five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff Turnbuckle Tabloid.